Hello, and welcome to Outer Spaces, a podcast dedicated to empowering designers and contractors in the outdoor living space. Through this show, we hope to create a powerful resource for you, someone who is trying to grow their company, but might not have all the tools and processes to do so. On Outer Spaces, we are passionate about breaking the chains of small mindsets and helping contractors just like you take control of their businesses and their lives. My name is Joshua Gillow. And I'm Dwayne Drawn. Through our 40 years of combined dirt under the nails experience, we look forward to sharing tips, strategies, and other contractor success stories here on the Outer Spaces podcast. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hello, welcome back to the Outer Spaces podcast. This is your host, Joshua Gillow. Um, this is sponsored by Yes Express, and today we have someone here with a very long list of credentials. I was going through them before we uh, hit it, hit go here, and uh, I got to tell you, it's impressive what he's done so far, and it's been a lot of fun chatting with him off air, so I can't wait to bring him on for you guys. So this is definitely the first time that we had somebody in a podcast here that's a hypnotherapist. So this is going to be interesting amongst many, many other things. So we're going to figure out how that all ties into business. He's actually created an app that uh, gamifies to learn how to run a business and start a business. And there's some crazy stuff going on there. So I want to hear all about that. So uh, without any further ado here, um, Travis Fox, welcome to the show. Thanks, Joshua. Wow. You know, uh, again, when, when people go, hey, I want to read your resume, I'm like, eh, okay. I'm like, but yeah. that's really the past. Right. So that's the past. Yeah. What it really tells you is the series of mountains that I've had to climb to be able to earn the right to be able to even be on this podcast. That's all I tell people. I'm like, up until that point, it's just my ability to be here. So it's great. It's cool, but it's past. So let's talk about where we're going to go forward. So thanks for letting me be on the show. Absolutely, brother. Thanks for being here. And thanks for opening our eyes up with what's possible here. So first of all, we got to start with hypnotherapy. How do you get into that? Like, what is that? Did you go get hypnotized and say, I want to do that? Or was that just part of the journey? I kind of want to know that before we get into how you got started. I'm curious. Yeah, no problem. Uh, actually, uh, you know, I was at this circus event and there was this strange clown. And Nick, no, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> I was like, where's he going with this? Yeah, he says there was some strange horror movie. And all the people got killed except for me. And I was the one that survived. No, that's Perfect. not true. Uh, it actually started, <laughs> believe it or not. And there's a hero's journey to this when you, and we when we talk about like my film career that happened on, in 2020, where I got to wrap that up some 40 years later. Um, mm -hmm. I actually started because my my whole life started, <clears throat> according to my father, I was going to be a PGA Tour professional golfer. That was it. Okay. From the age of five, I had a golf club in my hand. That was my world, right? If, anything, if it didn't revolve around golf, I pretty much didn't do it unless it wasn't in, in modeling or acting from my mother's side. <clears throat> and even then, excuse me. Long story longer, I started reading psychology books. Golf and mental made total sense to me. I'm like, uh, it's a mental game. So let's get really, let's get really sharp on this. But all the books back then, bar one, two, that had impact on me. The rest seemed very superficial. Like, hey, well, if you just focus on what you want, it'll show up. I'm like, well, really? How come every time I try to hit the dang green, I keep missing it? What the hell? Uh -huh. It's not making sense. Two books made impact on me. One was actually learning about P.T. Barnum and the Barnum and Bailey Circus, which is the irony okay. of the joke when I said a moment ago, because PT did have a massive influence on my life and still does to this day. And secondly, the other book is um, by Dr. Dennis Waitley, which is the psychology of winning. And you'd be able to be in a film with him as the you know, start of my career when I was 13 to be in a film with him in 2020 on Beyond the Secret was an amazing journey. And those two books made sense to me because they were architecturally done. And if you look at the concepts of how do we actually architect our life, it's no different than we architect a building. Right? It has a sequence that we go through, but we never really learn the sequence except for one way. Generally, it's the school of hard knocks, which yes. sucks. 
And if you've ever been to that school or if you're a graduate of it, it's our PhD in that. Yeah. <laughs> right. We're all, we're all masters of that one. Right. And, and yet yep. still trying to figure it out. So for me, uh, I got into it and I ended up having a mental breakdown literally at the age of 18, rolling 19, I was getting ready to roll into college and two things occurred. One, I, um, I became a first time father, which was really my subconscious way of revolting against my father. Cause my father wanted me to be the golfer, not me. Mm-hmm. I like golf, but I didn't yeah. love it. And I was good at it, but it was his dream, not mine. My dream was like, Hey, I just enjoy people. And so I had the subconscious revolt and I decided to become a father. And the second thing was I was ill-prepared for that task and ill-prepared for the responsibility and emotionality of it. And just my entire world uh, collapsed. And so I started looking around into the psychology department and said, well, let's, let's, let's figure if I can pull my head out of my rear end. And they started to do, you know, what I now know is a, a Freudian or a Gestalt model with me. And I said, well, great. How does that fix my golf game? How does this fix this running thought in my head that is a constant negative chatter? How do I get rid of that voice? I know I'm not schizophrenic. I'm clearly not, you know, uh, multiple personality disorder, DID. Um, uh, I, something's not, I'm neurotic, but I don't know how to get out of my own neurosis. Mm-hmm. And the models never made sense to me. They were always the same stuff. No different than, you know, the proverbial, and I don't mean make any light of this, but let's call it what it is. You know, when the, the original movie came out, The Secret, it was, hey, if you just put that purple Lamborghini on the wall and you stare at it all day, it'll just show up mysteriously because Amazon delivers on time. Yes. Nope, doesn't work that way, kids. Not even come close to that crap. And I kept going, this yeah. doesn't make sense. And <clears throat> I ended up leaving, literally meet my mentor, who I sat under for 15 years. Uh, and Doc was amazing because Doc said, hey, let's look at subconscious modalities. And I was like, the hell is subconscious modalities? I don't even know what that means. I don't know how to spell that. What are you talking yeah. about? Sit down. Half hour later, I wake up and I'm coding my fingers as I say that. Wake up and I was wow. I was like, that was amazing. I don't even know what happened, but I feel completely different. I don't know how I felt different, but I felt it. He had introduced me to the basic premise of hypnotherapy at the time. And then obviously he took me for 15 years and I sat under him for that and got all my degrees. And what I ended up really learning was that through my own process of architectural psychology is what I call it now is like, there's a process, but it's, we've got to go down first. And if you look like at the sequel we did in Beyond the Secret in 2020, and I talk about this thing called beautiful darkness because we're all afraid of the darkness because we've been told, you know, from our, our religious upbringing, our cultural upbringing, that dark means evil. Yeah. That's not what it means. Dark means where we hide from the truth. That's all it means. Now, you can put all these other connotations on it if you want to. That's up to you. But in the simplicity of architectural psychology, it means where we hide from ourselves. Here's the example. <clears throat> How come everything we do, dating, nightclubs, even sex, tends to be in the dark? We do them at nighttime. All the other stuff we do during the day. Why is that? Because the real passions of our heart, we're afraid to let out front because we're afraid of the judgment. We're afraid of what it looks like. We're afraid of how we don't fit social modeling. So we hide. And that's the darkness we talk about. Or you might know that as shadow work or emotional traumatic work. I became absolutely obsessed with understanding how do we actually go from con- from conscious cognitive, meaning conscious awareness, beta state, subconscious, how do we adjust our actual programming? How do we change the computer at the subcon level? Mm-hmm. What's the trauma and emotions that are driving that subconscious and my how I perceive the world? And then ultimately, what's the theme or thematics? And when you look at that four-level structure, it made absolute sense. And it took me pretty much my entire career, now 31 years into this, to figure out an architectural structure of how we do it. And that's how I became fascinated with hypnotherapy. And hypnotherapy, unfortunately, has been relegated often and imagine of its career into, uh, you know, 
the whiz bang thing, look deep into my eyes and look at my watch and all this other Hollywood crap. None of it's true. First of all, I wear glasses. You can't even see my bloody eyes. So let's start with that. Secondly, <laughs> looking at is no different than looking at you know, fly on the wall or looking at a TV. It's just called eye fixation. And when we get eye fixated on something, no different than driving a car, we tend to go into an alpha state. An alpha state is a brainwave. It's all it is. It's not magical. It's not this mystical place you arrive to. It's not power over somebody. It's all of those things that Hollywood likes to perpetuate to make a better story. The truth is the best hypnotist in the room, in any room I've ever been in, and the best hypnotist I've ever met is the person I'm talking to. In this case, it would be you or your audience. Mm -hmm. All of you are master hypnotists. You just don't know it. And that's the damnable mess of it. Because if we knew how to control our own hypnosis, our own way to change our perception, our own way to change our emotional trauma, trauma, trauma excuse me, our belief structures, how we see the world, if we really understood it, wouldn't then that be the most godlike image created thing we could ever be? Because we become truly the masters of our own destiny. Now we've all been told we're masters, but masters of what? I mean, hell, I might be a great master baiter. That's about it. But what is master? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. And so come with all this education. We go through high, you know, elementary and middle school and high school. And we go to the high school, supposed to be high school. High school has nothing to do with high except for being high. It's a waste of time. It doesn't teach us anything anymore. It's test taking yeah. for tax dollars. And it's a travesty. And then we say, let's go to university. But then I got to spend two more years learning the same crap I just spent 12 years learning because I need to have two more years of it. No, I don't. I need to be focused on what I want to learn. That was the original purpose of higher education, to become masters of your destiny of whatever field of focus, chemistry, biology, whatever, psychology, you know, a business. It didn't matter. The problem was by the time you get out of university, you're bored, you're smoked, you're exhausted, you're in debt. And the truth is, then they give you that beautiful thing that says, oh, you have two choices. You need now need to go get some experience in the real world. Well, then what the hell did I just spend 14 years learning for? It makes yes. no sense. We're educationally yep. intelligent and like stupid, right? Mm -hmm. Or I've just got to go through the school of hard knocks after just going through my university degree and now getting a master's or whatever the degree you ended up arriving at. And you're still back to this theory versus reality experience. And so my life quest became about, wait a minute. We know from data that if we get someone into the fantastical realm, we get them into the subconscious, we get them out of their cognitive conscious thinking model, at least in the brevity, the basics of it, we can actually transform and reorg the brain through neuroplasticity. We can do it. But what we don't stop there is we've got to drop down the next level, which is what we call the ET level, the emotional traumatic. We got to go home. No different than ET phone home for those of you who are old enough to remember that movie in the 80s, which I'm one of them. So if you go back to that, it's what's driving it. What's the emotion that drives it? Because far too often we're told, hey, Joshua, here's what I need you to do, bro. I need you just to feel it. Great, but I feel like shit. So how am I supposed to feel good when I'm lying to myself? And when I'm trying to get my wizard brain to convince my warrior heart, my voice gets stuck and it gets stuck right here. I get mm -hmm. tight, I, get off, I can't speak my truth, my voice wavers. All this crap happens subconsciously because we're at war with ourselves. And that's end up how we approach business. We approach business the same way. Well, it's supposed to be this way according to da 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 But I get out there in the world and it's not even remotely close to that. And I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. I'm making crap up as I go. So backpedal. Yeah. What if we gave a process where we taught entrepreneurial journey, self-transformation, actually married the two because they are married, whether you like it or not. Mm -hmm. You are the sole reason for your success or your non-success. You are the limit in your company. doesn't matter whether you're the chief bottle washer or you're the CEO. It doesn't matter. 
you are. That's why this model pyramid doesn't work. It has a top point and whoever's at the top, that CEO, that founder, if they're not having the ability to get out of their own way and expand into greater realms of their own awareness, then the company will always stay where it's at mm-hmm. or stagnant growth versus this model. What if you reverse it, which is how our entire company is built. It's built with me at the very bottom. You know, just because I have the title of co-founder and I'm a board member, who cares? That's, yeah. That doesn't mean anything. It means my job is to support the entire executive staff, the rest of the board, all of the advisory board, then all of the employees, then our investors, then our strategic partners, and it keeps getting wider and wider. Now, all of a sudden, the blue sky no longer exists. But also, too, I have a way to help architect and teach every single member in the company, as well as everybody through the app, the exact same model. Because if they learn how to architect their lives, guess what happens to the self-help industry? You don't need it anymore. Yeah. You don't need it. It's a $936 billion a year business, which means it helps you do the same crap over and over again, no different than a drug. It's a drug dealer. You go there, you feel great, you make one or two connections. Most of the time, you don't really transform. That's not transformation. That's just expensive networking, period. (laughs) That makes sense. And some of us might get it wrong. Most of them, I've been a part of them as well, both ways. But what if we made it for everybody? And again, in the strangest of irony of timings, you know, one of the things that P.T. Barnum has always said in his famous quote um, was, the most noble of our arts is making people happy. Joshua, I gave up years ago trying to figure out how to make people happy because I have no freaking clue how to do it. I've discovered it is such a subjective thing and it is such a leaf in the wind kind of experience that the yep. ability to make someone happy is not possible. But I can sure as hell teach you how to have fun. And if I teach you how to have fun, two things occur. One, you're always going to move from a thematic level or a theme level, which means it's going to push that trauma up out of you and you'll be able to look at it because fun's going to be the driver. And I'll show you how to do that as you go through the app even more so. But two, when you look at it from fun experience, let's backpedal a little bit. Let's open up our eyes here, kids. As the great Alan Watts said, life doesn't define death. Death defines life. Death is eminent. Life is a choice. So if you're going to go through this thing called life, Why do you want to beat the hell out of yourself, make it extraordinarily difficult? Enjoy it because the number one thing that you can't undo in this life is regret. You Hmm. can't undo it. Even if you try to, you still have regret. So the way to avoid that regret is to move from a, a, a position of theme, of fun. The problem is we don't teach any of this in school anymore. We haven't taught it in decades. And I became utterly dismayed. And I say that with respect to all of the fellow teachers who are in elementary, middle school, and high school teachers who are out there because they they are the most thankless underpaid jobs in the entire United States and the global at large. It makes no sense to me. It's sad. They're mired in administration. So while I'm on my soapbox for 30 seconds and I'll get off of there in a second is, wait a minute, aren't we already masters when we're kids? When we're kids, no one needs to teach you how to have fun. No one needs to teach you how to imagine. No one needs to teach you how to be fearless. You were naturally that way. You had to learn fear. You had to learn control. You had to learn to shut down to fit in. Here's the problem. That's exactly where your mastership lives. It's always lived there. And by the time you get out of high school, they've done this beautiful mind fox. And I use that term as a slang. Use to figure out the only word on your own. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Mind fox the hell out of you. Says, Joshua, here's the deal. And everybody listening. You guys, your kids, enjoy it. I mean, John Peter Mellencamp, hold on to 16 as long as you can because changes come around real soon to make us women and men. 
Here's the problem. You spend 17, roughly 18 years mastering imagination, fun, being a kid, unlimited experience and everything, sports, dating. You're just out there just experiencing everything. And then they go, yep, playtime's over, kids. You're now a graduate of high school. You now need to become an adult. I have no clue how to become an adult. Your brain has no map for it. You have no frame of reference, bar your mom and your dad. And if that isn't a great frame, guess what kids? You're programmed through a little thing called osmosis hypnosis, where your eyeballs absorb things due to the filtering process of our conscious brain. You're gonna replicate what your mom and dad did. Yep. So when you look at that model, we literally are building human beings and then throwing them into the wolves and saying, good luck. And we wonder why businesses have an 80 to 85% failure rate. It's not that yeah. the ideas were bad. It's not even the cultures were bad. It's they have no form, real, and this is an actual fact as of December, 2021, that over 46% of the population has no formal business education whatsoever, yep. none. And yet more than half the population believes that they wanna be their own boss and they're ready to be their own boss. So we have the right intention, but we don't have the right operation. So yep. that was the impetus behind my entire life work was why can't it be fun and why can't we go build adventures? Because if death is imminent, man, I'm going to party and live my ass off and build businesses and have a great time with people who want to do the exact same thing. And if they don't, that's cool because my sandbox only needs to be this big and yours only needs to be this big because success in today's global market is a much easier attainable thing than it was back in the 80s when I first started coming up. So when you look at that model, it was about we have to go past our conscious intention because the conscious intention doesn't do anything. It's already built on programs from the past. And that's how we arrive here on your show. Are you trying to grow your landscaping or hardscaping company, but find yourself making the same mistakes over and over and not sure what step to take next? Do you feel like your business owns you and you don't see a path to long-term happiness, growth, and sustained profitability? If this sounds like you, don't miss Outdoor Living Summer Camp. This live event will equip you with the lessons Cruz and I have learned from growing wickedly profitable seven-figure businesses while significantly reducing daily stress and preserving that sacred time with family. And as a bonus, we're also gonna teach you how to recession-proof your business so you continue to grow through any economic condition. Text FREEDOM to 33777 or follow the link in this episode's description to get more information on Outdoor Living Summer Camp. Tickets are limited, so get yours today. What I'd love to talk to you about, and I love what you're talking about, dude. It's so important. So many people don't think about business and personal being the same. You know, it, it, your business is just a direct reflection of the inner game going on inside of you. And if you suck inside, so does your business. And if you're not growing, neither is your business. And you can only play that game for so long before it slaps straight back in the face. And that business is going to demand everything of you if you want it to grow. And you basically have to build yourself first and the business will follow. It's through reading, through seminars, through, you know, whatever experiences, things to keep growing. You got to keep growing or you don't grow. It's that simple. But what I'm really interested in is I know you've created an app. You know, you've gamified the, the, the whole business experience. I'd love for you to go deeper in exactly why you did that, how you did that, and what kind of benefit gamifying this kind of experience helps with people learning. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's called the Ultimate Business Quest. And it really was, as we saw from the previous segment, the quest of myself and my partners of, how do we make this for everyone? Meaning literally from the masters, and I say masters meaning roughly 78 years of age, all the way up to you know, 75, 85 years old. And ultimately make it so that we could deal with the self-transformation, we could learn how to hire and fire, we can learn how to build our company cultures, we can learn how to conquer the, the top seven fears, we can learn our sales force, but we could do it all in a gameplay. Why do we wanna do it in a gameplay? So backpedal a little bit. One of the things I learned as we talked about in the previous section over the years, 
was not just from not just on stage, but also in private clients, working with corporations, building company cultures together. Thank you. Was that if I got you out of your head, puns intended, you'd learn because you would yeah. suspend that wizard brain of yours that's constantly going, well, let me find the flaw in everything. And then let me focus on that flaw. And then the flaw, that flaw, and the flaw, and that flaw. And before you know, you're some down rabbit hole of flawness, which every wizard brain does. That means every one of us listening to this call, we all have a wizard brain. And its entire design is to find the flaw. That's its job. It's a defense process. The problem is that can turn into a habit and that habit can consume you. So example, yes. hey, you know, uh, you know, we're not hitting our KPIs this month. Our sales are down. Our people are converting. Those are all things that are probably true in some form or another that every business goes through. But if you have someone who is, let's say, a warrior or a bard personality, and that's about passion and heart and emotion, you're basically taking their emotions and you're stomping all over them because all they hear is suck, 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 suck. I suck. Because mm -hmm. a bard relates to the audience. They're the messengers. Those are your salespeople, right? They're the people that really take your message out and when you're doing company culture correctly. And if you stomp on that, you kill their passion. You kill yeah. it. And their emotional self-esteem is built on that external approval of the audience. That's yep. what makes them such great actors or messengers or salespeople, ambassadors, emissaries, et cetera. So when we have them in the wrong positions because we're hiring to the resume and we're not hiring to the personality type, we screw ourselves up. And so part of what this became about was how do I get people to look at that? Because every wizard brain is going to go, well, I'm not a wizard. I don't know what you're talking about, Joshua, <laughs> because it's the natural yeah, mechanism. Yeah. So mm -hmm. We had to create a different way to do it. Now we go back to the film and television industry from my mother, which is how I got into that industry as a producer or director and a talent myself. And it dawned on us. We said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We've got all the data. We, we, we work with at-risk at youth for 20 years. We had the number one residential treatment center with my partner, Aaron Huey. We've been doing these models for corporations and we know that we can get them in that realm. The question is, how do we do this at scale? How do we get everybody to be able to play the game and win the ultimate business quest? Movies was the answer. We looked at movies and went, wait a minute. An average epic movie, i.e. Lord of the Rings as an example, Harry Potter as an example, can take about two years to make from script to screen. But we get to watch it in two hours and absorb the yeah. entire experience and we're in it. We're with Gandalf and we're with you know Frodo and we're, oh my God, the volcano's blowing up. But we're looking at this image that is clearly nothing to do with our world, but we're so immersed, hypnotized into it that we feel it. We experience it, we become a part of it, we become attached to it, we become fans, we get around it, we culturize ourselves to these things. That was the key. And it dawned on us, we have to take you on an adventure. We have to take you on the ultimate business quest. And as you weave through the sales and the training and the culture and the hiring and firing, how to create personality types and how to build your culture, it had to be adventure style because there's been a billion books written on leadership and management. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> No one cares. By the third chapter, you yeah. don't read it, you don't finish it. And then you get to compound yourself because you're such a beautiful wizard and go, see, you can't even finish the book you started, Joshua. You quit on that too, damn it. And then you beat the yeah. shit out of yourself even more. So we have this compounding yeah. effect. And so we really sat down and I went to our CEO, Michelle, and said, look, you're, you're the head of the coding team. You guys are all brilliant coders. You know how to put this thing together. Because our, our academy was massive. It's a massive academy behind the scenes. We said, but here's the problem. If we're going to continue to be a high ticket item and we're only going to cater to this 1%, you know, 20, 30, 40, $50,000 ticket. And yeah, that's great. It makes it really cool on Instagram to go, yo, bro, we made a million dollars this month. Yeah, but you only talked to 10 people. So who gives a crap? Did you really yeah. make an impact? 
I'm in the legacy phase of my life, Joshua. I'm 51, rolling 52 years old, although I'm emotionally stuck at 16, and I admit that. But I'm a, I'm a grandfather two times over with my three kids and then my two grandkids, plus all my bonus kids. And so for me, it was, what is the real legacy of Travis Fox? How do I honor what I've been taught, what's been passed down to me and the 15 years of mentorship that I had with Doc and all the millions of people I've gotten to work with over my career, but how do I leave a legacy? And that's when Michelle came up with the answer. She goes, what if we take and gamify it like you do in movies? I said, I'm in. We spent two years building the gamified apps and it's a progressive app. So the way you look at this and the why it's so beneficial is map one, this is a free app. Everybody can download it to play. You can download it, go start playing that right now. Go play your game. Start building and winning the ultimate business quest. You're gonna find out if you're a level one, level two, level three player. We even made it for employees, level one, level two, level three employees. So you know where you're at. Then we're gonna show you how you play the game. Here's the thing, by your own personality profiling answers, your answers, not ours, yours, you will put yourself in your own box. You'll find out, you'll go, well, I'm a warrior, Travis. I'm like, great, that's awesome, Joshua. You are a badass. What about the other 75% of your personality that's sitting on the bench, the wizard, the bard, and the jester? And you'll go, well, who are they? And I'm like, I rest my case, counsel. It's time to go on the quest because in order for you to be the king and queen of your life, every king and queen can call upon their warriors to defend the realm or to be good ambassadors, depending on what they need. They can call upon their bards to be great messengers and emissaries and salespeople. They can call upon their jesters who are their wise counsel to keep them grounded on what their real mission statement is and not the ideology of ego or what's cool on my, on my clout on the Instagram, right? And ultimately the wizards. Who's gonna do my analytics so I know the correct data to tell my warriors and my, wiz and my bards how to go ahead and direct? That's how we become the kings and queens. But if we don't know the warrior, wizard, bard, jester within ourselves, how the hell can you ever spot it in somebody else and more importantly, bring out the fun to them? You can't. So map one walks you through all that, how to do it, gets you prepared for the game. And we've gamified this. There are games in there and you earn tokens because it's part of what do we do in business? You earn revenue. Now, some of you are going to pay your way through it because you're lazy and you want to go faster. And that's awesome. Do it. That's life. Elon Musk can buy his way through Twitter when the rest of us would have to earn it as an example where the other ones you can play to earn. So it is truly for everybody. And then map two, just like the movie, we're gonna condense literally your entire educational entrepreneurial self-transformational process, which would take you an average of two to 40 years to go through that process. We're gonna condense that down to 90 days, boom, in map two. And it's a full adventure and it moves. And yes, you can screw it up because business, you can screw things up. But you here, you get to learn in the fantastical realm and it's all gonna feel like a game. It's all gonna feel like a fantasy, except for all of a sudden in your real world, things start changing. They change automatically. They happen. You start to see things differently and you know how to implement and bring fun out of everybody that's in your culture, to bring it out of your clients, to bring it out of your sales team. And you start changing your realm. And then in map three, now you're ready to play the game. Now, this is what our educational process should have been. It should have been uh, middle school, high school, life. We didn't do that. Didn't work that way in the real world. We wanted to change that, which is part of our bodacious, ridiculously outrageous goal, which I'll tell you about in a minute what the Ultimate Business Quest is about on two fronts. One is what we're talking about now, truly transform on a global scale for everybody, and it's already doing that now. And what makes it fun is by the time you get to map three, that's when we're ready for the game. That's what our educational and transformational process should have been when we went through school. We're ready to get into life to go build our empire. Not wait till we're 40 or 50 year olds have a midlife crisis and all of a sudden we gotta walk across fire to figure out we're scared of something. No shit, you already know that. The problem is you need to get <laughs> yeah. out of it. Come yeah. on, you need to get out of that. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the deal. So when you get a map three, there is no teaching. There is no training. 
It's decision time. You're the king and queen. You've claimed your throne in map two. In map three, you are building your castle. We are the first not only to go from reality to fantasy in the entrepreneurial and self-transformational space, but we're also the first to do it in the reality fantasy reversal as an asset. Because when you get done with map three, you've built your castle, which is exactly how you're building your business. It's identical. There are over 700 different entrepreneurial challenges that you'll go through. And every single choice is different to you. And it'll adjust how everything works algorithmically. And the ultimate challenge is, is to build the castle and win the ultimate business quest. Now, here's the best part. You can screw it up too. You can screw it up, but then you could go, and unlike business, you get to go back to maps one and two and go, oh crap, I wasn't applying this. Ah, I can see where our company culture is out of whack. Okay, I need to see what our pit of excuses are. Boom, I can go over there and change that. And I go back and I can play the game. At the end of the game, if you've done it right, it'll kick out as an NFT that you can mint mine on your own as an asset. And then now the last part we're working on now is tokenomics. You'll be able to invest the tokens that you've either bought through the in-app purchases to advance your game or through you earned, because you get both, and you can convert them into a DAO token. Isn't that how business is supposed to be? I'm investing in myself. We've all been told this big ass bullshit lie in the self-help industry. You and Joshua, you need to invest in yourself. You're the best investment. Great. But if you don't know shit about investing, then what are you investing in? It makes no sense. You're just throwing yeah. darts against the wall and hope totally. to God it sticks. Makes no sense. And I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars so I can brag that I've done that. But what's really changed? Have you truly become an entrepreneur? Have you truly become the CEO, online, offline, MLM, or whatever your business model is? Have you? Most likely the answer is no. Statistics prove the data. So when you do that model, our model is a progressive model that is how we transform the educational system, which is exactly what we're doing simultaneously. We gave it away to the masses and said, everybody needs to have these skills. And if you can't invest $36 in yourself, then stop drinking Starbucks and stop eating McDonald's bullshit and invest in yourself because that's what it's going to take for you to go to the ultimate business quest. It's $2.99 a month and the first map is free. So don't tell me you can't play the game unless you're scared of your own dream, which means you definitely need to be in the ultimate business quest because that means you're robbing the rest of us on the planet of your genius. And we need it. We need it now more than ever. So our entire model was, and I'm guilty of this too, Joshua. So I hold myself in contempt of court. I was a high ticket guy. I've been in that game for 30 years, stood at the back of the room and said, hey, Joshua, buy there, buy my books and stuff. And you're going to buy, but I knew statistically that 85% of you would never do anything past the doors. And I just said, yep. I can't be a part of that. And what the impetus for that change was, was nothing, wasn't something dynamic of, oh, I had an epiphany on stage and you know, da, da, da. I had an epiphany with my two sons, my eldest and my youngest. One is Captain America. And the other one is fully autistic. And the autistic one has been my greatest teacher because with all my training, with all my master communication skills, with all my stage time, with all these awards, I had no idea how to talk to an autistic. It had never been trained into me. It had been trained as autism was mental retardation. Nothing mm -hmm. could be further from the truth. Autistics are brilliant human beings. They yes. communicate like a dolphin. Dolphins are extraordinarily brilliant mammals who communicate in a different language. And just because it's not English doesn't mean it's not intelligent. But we have an mm -hmm. ego that says if it doesn't talk in, in the language that we speak in, English or whatever language we speak in, then it's not intelligent. It's a less lower life form. And I watched both my kids go through the educational system. And one, again, Captain America, Special Forces, master's degree from USC, law degree from Georgetown. I mean, he's the Captain America. He's the poster child. I'm like, man, I got something right. My other one, my autistic, both went to the educational system, both said the exact same thing. I didn't learn anything. I didn't learn anything. Yeah. I went, how's that possible? Where my youngest, the autistic, um, who graduated high school, regular high school, just like everybody else, says, dad, I just want to be a puppeteer on Sesame Street. 
I just like making other kids feel the way I feel when I saw it. Now, mind you, he's 19 now, rolling 20 years old, and he practices every day as his own YouTube channel. And I was like, what's the difference between those two? The only commonality was they went to school to learn a bunch of theory and then had to figure out what they were passionate about. Luckily, the autistic one was already grounded in the emotional traumatic level. And he said, I don't give a crap about any of this stuff. I want to be a puppeteer because that's what makes me happy. And isn't that the adventure we all want for our kids, right? Mm -hmm. So that became the real change of how do we actually gamify this and make it fun? And that's what we did. And so as you go through that, there's, and we do live events inside the app because it can communicate. We're actually translating it now into Spanish and Portuguese. That'll be available here in about 30, 45 days. So people can experience it globally. And we're going to continue to do that. And we did it so that it says, look, if you can't spend $2.99 to have the best coaching you could possibly have for the rest of your life, get a job. You're not going to be yeah. an entrepreneur. You're not going to be a CEO and that's okay, but don't go out and, you know, spend your time and beat your head against the wall and then teach the next generation the same mistakes because you were unwilling to truly invest in yourself. You don't need to go spend 40, 50, 100, $200,000. There are things there. Don't get me wrong. I love my fellow other teachers, but let's cut the crap. That's still the 1% talking to the 1%. And now we're more than ever, we're coming out of this COVID thing. Now this possible great recession of 2008 and great. We need everybody to be able to build their own businesses, whatever that is, online, offline, MLM, or, you know, doesn't matter to me. I don't care whatever your model is, coach, teacher, trainer, facilitator, and even traditional corporate America, as an example, we've got to change that model. But we're not going to change, Joshua, if I come in and go, so listen up, kids, we're going to do a hiring and fire. We're going to cut costs. We're going to slash it. We're going to hit these KPIs. Everyone's going to be like, that's why we have the great resignation. People have finally figured out if we don't have balance in your life, as you so eloquently said a moment ago, we're not balancing your life. Then what the hell's the point of life? Yep. That make damn good sense. Stupid. Because yep. death is non-negotiable. You cannot buy death. You can't outsmart death. You can't, you can't talk your way out of it. I'm a master talker and I can't figure it out. I'm like, it's not possible. So if death is imminent and we are so good at hypnotizing ourselves to believe that we have time, it stands to reason if we taught you how to actually structure your life, your business, your body, your relationship, your company culture, your sales, well, you're going to have the adventure of a lifetime. And isn't that what we all really want? And that's why we got into business for ourselves is because we wanted the freedom to go explore our asses off before Mr. Death came knocking along and wipes the whole thing out. That's how we got the ultimate business quest. And that's how we started it. And that's how we did it. I love it, dude. I love it. And, and you know, you're making this podcast easy on me because you're fucking awesome. <laughs> so it's like, you're just chatting through this and I'm just like, no, yeah, I'm just sitting here thinking, man, this guy's got it figured out. I mean, you know, everyone loves to play games. So why not make uh, life a game? And, you know, I'm like thinking like, all right, well, since we're off this podcast, I'm going to download this app and I'm going to play this thing. You know, I'd love to learn some new stuff. So I love yeah. it. And, and so, all right. So who's your, who's your ideal person? Like since somebody listened to this, this podcast thinking like, all right, that sounds good for, 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 for them. Is this really for me? I know it's probably for everybody, but I mean, more targeted, like, is this for kids? Is this for just people in general? Do you have to own a business to enjoy this app or get something yeah. from it? Like, where are we at with that? No, in fact, um, you know, what's, what's really cool. And what, one of the, one of the big things that we strive for, we work really hard with Apple and Android and the big platforms was that we got an E rating for everybody because we wanted okay. this because we also have a 501c3 charity that parallels this. It's called the All Realms Foundation. And the All Realms Foundation okay. is, is designed for three thrusts. One, it offers cash prizes inside the app to help people start their businesses. Now, we run different contests all the different time. That money, there's no equity. There's no VC. There's no, hey, Joshua, I need to know your KPIs and your pro forma. And I need to know what your media, your media structure is. How are you going to mitigate the risk? I don't give a shit. If I give you $1,000, you're going to start. Go. Get in the game. Yeah. 
we cared about. So that was our first objective. Secondly, is we built the, uh, a board game that will go in the elementary schools that we donate. And we're actually going through the accreditation process now. We want this to become a fully accredited course and we're going through that process as we speak on the state level, at least for the United States. We haven't gone international with this yet, but just from the state level is because if you keep them in their mastership when we were kids, mm-hmm. doesn't that then deplete the whole, I need the self-help thing when I'm 35 plus years old and I got to figure out who I am and rediscover my passion and why I married this person and all that other crap that we've been traditionally doing for the last, oh, I don't know, 6,000 years. So maybe it's time we just yeah, do something yeah. a little different. So the second part of the 501 is that we do the board game so that they have the process all the way through. They stay in their mastership. And thirdly, we work with autism, obviously, from my side. We also work with sex traffic victim survivors because we found that sex, and this is a very true story. Our CEO is an actual sex sex traffic survivor. And she's also a full-time bodybuilder and full-time CEO and a mother of two. And her process that she went through that she developed called the BPR, which is in the app, by the way, is how she transformed herself because the the recidivity rate from um, women specifically, but men are in that too, but more women, when they come out, if they don't have something else to go to, then they go back. It's no different than a drug dealer, right? Because Mm -hmm. if I don't have another skill, I don't learn anything, then I'm going to go back to at least what I know I'm going to survive in. It ain't great, but I'm going to survive. So our 501 parallels everything that we do in the biz quest. And it was designed that way so that we can actually give people a real chance because here's the truth. If we're just going to keep catering to the 1%, and I've been the 1%, Okay, I've been to the top of the mountain. I've done the whole thing. I had all the material success, blah, 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 blah. And I was an asshole. And here's why. I was bored out of my mind. I'd lost my sense of purpose. I had given up on my own dream. I had stopped the quest. I had said, okay, I've made it. Yeah, did you really? Because you're not taking it with you. And I cite Steve Jobs as an example. Steve Jobs at the ripe age of 51 died and a multi-billionaire, but he didn't finish it. But he got so consumed without balance that his body paid the price for it. So for me, it was like, wait a minute. Yeah, I I had all that, but I didn't have balance here. I still felt the, Mm. I'm not done yet. You're here for a deeper purpose. And I think you sound altruistic, but I'm going to be altruistic and said, death is coming. Life life has a deeper purpose. Are you willing to go into the dungeon of yourself, depth of your castle and figure out what's down there? Well, that can be scary for people if it's not done in a sequence that makes sense to the wizard brain, for the brain to understand Mm. if they feel a sense of control, right? That's what the quest does. It helps you go in there and go, you have all this potential that you stuffed away a long time ago so that you could fit in, so that you weren't a geek and a dork and a a this or a that. And you did it. It's called subconscious modeling. We all do it in middle school. We do it as part of our face. And we do that. We start chipping away at our own personality. But the way to chip at is we stuff it down. In order to stuff it down, eventually it's going to come up. And usually it does it in self-destructive ways. So Mm -hmm. instead of saying that in a clinical way, which right now is like, Oh, that was really boring, Travis. I don't give a crap. <laughs> As opposed to saying, mm-hmm. you got a barbarian inside of you, Joshua, and all he does is burn shit, rape and pillage and destroy. And when you get into the barbarian space, that's what happens. All of a sudden the person goes, oh, okay. So when you start learning, and we all have this one too, you know, like we all have the business vampire. We all have that one person that we know or is in our company that just sucks the air out of the room, sucks the energy, sucks the positivity, sucks the motivation. That vampiric energy is being driven by something deep within them. And if you don't know how to help them unlock it, then you're going to be a victim of it or you're going to fire them. And that becomes problematic. And now, just to give you a statistic, yeah. the average company in the United States, for every hire and fire they do of an individual, is about $30,000 in real revenue. So if you do that three times in a year, there's $100,000 just walked out your door just in the hiring and firing process. What if you learn to hire and fire in a whole new way and do it from the, positive, the understanding of who they are, not what their resume 
as they are and do it in a fun way without going, well, Joshua, I don't think you're really qualified because you don't have any experience. I don't care about your experience. I care about who you are. Are you, can you perform when this particular frame? So when you look at that, it really makes it a completely different model. And it's taken my entire second, you know, assumably half my life, God willing, I live to hundred yeah, years yeah. old. It's taken me half my life and all of my partners are 72 members in the company now. And the four yeah. founding partners between us, we have over hundred years of experience, real world, frontline, yeah. no bullshit, fully traumatized ourselves experience of being through that process. We don't have all our shit together. And I don't tell anybody that we do. And the moment you think that you're big enough to stand on stage, have your shit together. That's the first person I don't want to listen to because that's the first person that has lost this in my opinion. And I was one of those guys on stage for years, you know, Oh, look, I can show you how to live a great life. Yeah. But if you're not, if it isn't something that's going to stick, then who gives a crap, right? That's just self-justification. We wanted it to be fun. So the app was designed for two reasons. And the most simplest is you can have it 24 hours a day in the palm of your hand. You don't need to go anywhere. You don't need to go on a zoom call. You don't need to you just have it. Jump on that play. But if you're going to play a game, why not play a game that's actually transforming you, that you can leap to the legacy of kids, that your whole, your whole freaking family can play together. Literally. We have families who go through the quest together. To me, that's legacy. Yeah. The biggest legacy, and now I'm just going to put that out there because I love putting things out into the great architect world, you know, the universe, and saying our subtextual goal is not just to help, as, and literally yeah. our goal is to reach 100 million businesses worldwide and help them. That's our goal, bottom line. Yep. The undercurrent goal is to win a Nobel Peace Prize for turning our educational systems back into learning systems all the way through from educate from elementary to middle school, which we're already doing through the accreditation, through the board games, and eventually being the universities. And now it becomes a course where you stay in mastership and you develop your entrepreneurial yeah. skill to become either a CEO of a corporation or an MLMer or an onliner or an NFT or a crypto, wherever you want to go. Now more than ever, every opportunity exists. And with this great recession and the great you know, um, resignation still yeah. going yeah. on, price points is a key. People, price points going to be a mother. And when we did this three years ago, we didn't know this was all going to happen. If you had told me that we're going to have the biggest yep. force majeure in the history of known humanity, commonly called 100%. COVID-19, I'd have said, <laughs> whatever, right? Come on, dude. Through H&N1, we've gone through this disease. Come on. We haven't anything since, you know, the 1850s and the bubonic plague. Oops. Joke's on me. Ha ha. Here we are. But now we're in this space. It's like, well, wait a minute. Uh, how are people going to survive? Yes. They certainly can't go back to school because if they're prohibited from going back to school or they're wearing masks or whatever the reasons are, they can't do it. You can do it online, but there's a disconnect because it's still linear learning. Linear learning is like throwing a BB against a freight train and expecting to knock the freight train or stop it. It's not going to, it's gonna bounce right off. That's why they take us through 12 years of the same crap. I mean, you learn math when you're in middle school, but everything else after that was the same math, only more complex. But if you're not gonna be a physicist or a chemist or an engineer, why do I need calculus? Yeah. I don't, I need to know basic math, right? It makes no sense. And if I don't know it, I can find a wizard who is who is a financial MBA, Georgetown graduate and say, hey, will you help me build this? Because that's your mastership. This is my mastership. And now we're co-creating and it's a spirit of cooperation. And we're starting to see that one of the elements. Elon Musk to me is the most prolific cooperator we've seen in some time. And the, 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 uh, the ultimate business quest is designed for that exact same model. Mm -hmm. And it's been that way for a while now. And the whole concept was, if the legacy of tech can last on, because we're actually moving and starting to move into the next bigger phases, well, eventually by the end of 2023, we'll be in metaverse as well, assuming metaverse is still there, but it hasn't imploded by now, right? But we'll be there. And the whole point of that 
is imagine gameplay mm -hmm. for entrepreneurs, but playing with entrepreneurs all over the world, which is what we do now. So now when I'm networking, I know I'm talking to an entrepreneur who understands Warrior Wizard Bar Jester, who understands how to work through his or her fears, who understands how to build a culture, but we may be in totally different sectors. And like I said to you off air, one of our, um, we did the test model, was a pool service guy. He's like, I'm a high school dropout. I own a pool service company. What the hell's a quest going to do for me? I said, tell you what, before I answer that question, because that's me telling you what I think it's going to do for you, why don't you just go through the quest? Let's go for it. Goes through the quest 90 days later. As I told you off air, he's more than doubled, tripled his business. He's already bought two other companies and now his company's worth literally shy of a million dollars. Not because he's dynamic, not because he went to some fancy educated, you know, Ivy League school, although that has its merit, don't get me wrong, because he understands people, he understands himself. He understands what the business model is, how to build his mm -hmm. culture and put his team in the right place. And here's the best part. After every adventure that you go through, and there are a lot of adventures you're going to go through in App Maps 1 and 2 alone, you go to a thing called the Wizard's Room. And the wizard room is your boardroom. You're going to have a board meeting with our CEO who's going to walk you through. Hey, Joshua, you just went on Sound Alchemy Mountain. That is seven days of intense training of how the psychology of our brain works all the way through this level and how we apply this to company culture and unlocking potential in, in humanity and in our company. This is exactly how you're going to apply it. So this isn't just a game where you play the game and it's really cool, but you have also where we take you back from the fantasy side where you've been playing the game. We pop you back into reality and say, okay, here's the wizard's room. This is, your, this is your quarterly report. This is your monthly, weekly check-in, whatever it is. These are the steps you're going to do that you just learned here. Now implement those into your business, however they frame into your business, and watch the results. 100%. Watch, yeah. rinse, and repeat on to the next adventure. The quest isn't about a race. The quest is a marathon. Even though the marathon's only 90 days, that's just for maps one and two. When you get into map three, with over 700 challenges, it could take you several months. But let me ask you a question. If you could only spend $2.99 a month over a 12-month period to master all of that for your business, which is a whopping $36 for those of you who haven't done the math really quickly, $36. Are you willing to sacrifice one or two days of your favorite coffee place or your fast food joint? If your answer is no, then do yourself a favor and go back into the workforce because that's probably where you're going to live. Otherwise, where we are in today's humanity for $36, where else are you going to find the best coaching fully immersed in the palm of your hand 24 hours a day with other people who are doing the exact same thing where you can network because they understand that cooperation is the only way to truly advance. I say unto you, that's what the quest is about. And if you'll help us do that, we're going to help your business and we're going to go win this Nobel Peace Prize because the reason we want to win it is the only highest award on the planet that lets us know that we changed humanity for good. That's the legacy we're chasing both on the business side and also on the humanity side. That's the ultimate Dude. <laughs> this is, I'm just sitting back here taking notes and taking it all in. It's just a lot. You're like a fire hose here I'm drinking from. So loving this, you know, and, and I've been on a personal journey and you're so right. I mean, as a kid, everything is possible. You're totally free and, 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 you know, focused on just being happy and joyful and fulfilled and everything. And the simplest things make you happy and just watching a bug is interesting. Right. And then all of a sudden you get into high school and all that, and you're, you're kind of you're, you're the whole world has to be filtered because you have to start acting a certain way to be accepted by everything. And the next thing you know, you get stuck in that and it's not you, it's who you show up, who you have to show up to be. And, you know, and, and I found that same journey. Right? right. And then it took me till I was 35 until I realized this is fucking garbage. This is not me. But I didn't know how to break out of it, dude. I didn't know how to break out of this. And I was like, wait a minute here. This is how the world knows me. But this isn't how I should feel. I know how I should feel. It doesn't feel right. right. 
So I've gone on a journey, gone through, you know, a lot of Tony Robbins stuff and, and gone through, you know, a lot of these events and, and experiential events and TRVX work and all that. And I'm like, holy crap, like I'm not, I'm not building myself. I'm discovering what I already knew, but I put to sleep for all those fucking years trying to be something that I was told I was supposed to be. And I'm like, nope, sorry, gone, out. But the fact that you created an app that helps people do this in a gameplay is a game changer. We're like, I cannot wait to download and start this thing. I, just to be part of this, I'm so excited. And I hope everybody out there is listening or at least gets a sense of the, the world and how it'll change when you can start adapting these ideas that I've learned you know, over the last eight years in 90 freaking days. And on an app, I spent a lot more than $36 a year for that. So <laughs> fascinating, man. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, you know, there we have such a great team. I mean, it's not just me and I want to be really particular. When you talk like T. Harv Eckert, yep. like Robert Riappel, yep. a member of our company, yep. amazing teacher. Robert, I love Robert. Aaron Huey, yep. Sifu John Goff, um, uh, Tom Twilliger, you know, Mr. America is part of our company. Uh, Bruce Cardenas, who was a part of the Quest Nutrition Bar, took it all the way to exit. Yep. I mean, we got massive people that are super, super a part of this because they understand the same thing you're talking about. Like, yep. wait a minute, why do I have to wait till I'm 50 or 60 years old to finally take all the bullshit off yep because I've earned the right now that I have all the gray hair to talk about what I knew when I was 22. Yeah. makes no sense. Uh, and I think what you said was so valid, is so valid. I've spent years hypnotizing myself into the role, yep. whatever the role is. You said that I think it was 38, 39 memory serves. Here's the, here's the thing. We're so good at hypnotizing ourselves and the system is so automated. You're right. We don't know how to do it. So if you actually look at the clinicals of what the, what the, the real big thematic is, if we sounded want to sound really doctoral for a moment, it's called reverse hypnotic thematic learning through synthesiastic movement. That's exactly what the quest does. Mm. It makes the assumption to go, I can't hypnotize you, Josh. Why can't I hypnotize anybody? My resume says I've hypnotized over a million people, but doc was so intelligent and so far ahead of me that he finally realized he goes, Travis, I didn't teach you all this and put you through all this hell and send you over to hell the world and mentor you and kick the shit out of you so that you could think you could hypnotize people, you egomaniac. Mm. It has nothing to do with that. Yeah. I taught you this so that you can understand they're already under. They've hypnotized themselves to believe crap they know deep down inside is not true about who they are, just as you so eloquently said. Your job is to teach them how they're hypnotizing themselves reverse the thematics, teach them how to re-architect their own life in a step-by-step system. So they're actually, they're not doing anything except for remembering who you were before the, the outside world, the school of hard knocks, whatever you want to put it on, sank their teeth in you and said, this is who you need to be, or you're going to suck. You're not going to fit in. You're not going to be successful. You're going to be da, 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 da. And we bought it. Yep. We bought it hook, line, and sinker. Yep. Conformity sucks. Cooperation wins the day but it's you about finally peeling those layers off, but do it in a way that's fun. Yeah. Because if I tell you, you got to go in the dungeon and do all the work for your mom and your dad and the trauma, you're gonna be like, pound sand, bro. Yeah. I'm just gonna walk across fire and yell and scream and do a real thing and feel great for myself. Commonly called an endorphin squirt and a little adrenaline push. Yeah. I've done it myself. Maybe a little, little ayahuasca for those of you who are really risky. You're gonna come back with the same concept. Yeah, yeah. I'm not being myself, bro. I'm like, no shit. But how do you, how, how do you know how to stop not being yourself? Yeah. That's the trick. Yeah. That's what the quest does, but it does it in a fun way. So I love that you said that. Thank you for saying that, but I applaud you for saying it on air too. Thank you. No, absolutely, dude. And it's funny you mentioned uh, Robert Riopelle. He was just on the show a couple of weeks ago. And uh, oh, no way. he actually, I, I went through a lot of their warrior training. I went through, you know, a millionaire mindset and yeah. I did all of those things, right? A bunch of their programs. 
And I didn't know that until he was on the show that he was the guy, like the guy. And I yeah. was like, holy shit. So oh, when you mentioned like, he's part of your group, that even levels you higher. And I'm like, oh my good, like done. Like this app's already downloaded and I haven't even, <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't wait to get started on this oh, thing. Yeah, he's on our he's on our advisory board and actually, uh, and if I may be so bold, moving to the board. Nice. He's, he's a valuable player. Huge guy, yeah. I, I guy's awesome. Sure. Love that guy. And, yeah, we, we love creating together. And, you know, Aaron Hugh and Aaron Hugh is my stage husband. Okay. Uh, he and I have waited our whole lives for each other. So we have fun too. So in <laughs> Quest, you hear us playing. Yeah. We're we're questing too. We're questing right along with you. And I think that's one of the biggest distinctions about the Ultimate Business Quest is we're not standing on stage and pontificating. Yep. Do this, do this, and you'll be successful. We sit over here and watch you just struggle and strive. We're questing too. Yeah. Yep. Look, man, where we are, you know, we're Robert Robert's age, my age, Aaron's age. Some of us are in the, you know, what we call the back nine of life. We, we crossed the 50 mark. But we also realized we're swinging for the fences, man. Yeah. Because this is legacy time. We're, we're at bottom of the night. We ain't got time to jerk around now. Yeah. There is no do-overs here. So that you get to watch us go through it. And when you come to the live events with us, it's insane. I can imagine. It's like it's like Burning Man meets entrepreneurial school. <laughs> it's like, come on. We're going to show you how to have fun yeah. and build this company and have a blast doing it. So I really applaud you. Yeah, Robert's part of it. There's many others. But Robert is a, an amazing soul. And we call him the Herald Archetype. Because he always brings good news. Yeah, yeah. Always brings good yeah. news. Watch, he's just naturally that guy. He's effervescent. Yep, yep. I'm like, I, I'm not even that effervescent. I'm fairly passionate about what I do. And I'm like, yeah. I can't hold a candle to Robert. Yeah. I'm like, Robert, come here. Yeah, exactly. Say, Hell yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Dude, cool, man. I'm glad you know Robert. That's cool. I know he was on the show. That's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, it's a small world, man. It really is a small world, and and it was so much fun to unpack that with him. And we started talking about an event, and then I'm like, we we opened up the event. I'm like, holy crap! I did Warrior Camp. Like, what? I'm like, I'm still in touch with yeah. a lot of people from Warrior Camp. It's it's a life changing experience, and and I'm dude, I'm this totally. It's been part, not part. It has been the foundation of my journal, my journey, and the transformation back to discovering who I was born to be. So that's. That's the Perfect. cool part about it. So brother, I could talk to you oh, all day man. freaking long about this. Uh, and I could just love oh, hearing nice. your, your mission and what you're doing to just lit up and you know, it, it's so nice to, to do. So how can people find you? I know you've mentioned the app. Where do they find it? It's probably obvious, but what's the name of it? Like, how do they get to you? How do they get to this information? Yeah, the easiest way to do is if you type business empire into Android or Apple store, whichever one you have, you'll see this logo right here. Okay. Download the app, start playing. You can log in with Google, Facebook, you can log in with your own, your own and you're off and running right off the box. You're into map Got one, it. you're into the game and we can start figuring out how to map you. The other one is you go to the ultimatebusinessquest.com and then you can click the link to download the app automatically for you. So you can go either way. And you awesome. can obviously find us on social media, Business Quest, or if you want to just talk to me directly and no, I don't use bots. I still answer all my own stuff on, on uh, Instagram. Uh, I'm at TravisFox360 across the board, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Maybe even our YouTube channel, you'll find me. So Travis Fox 360, your ultimate business quest, download the app today. Travis, it's been a pleasure have you on. And anybody listening today, you guys are insane if you're not taking advantage of getting on this app and starting to learn, taking this journey, start to do the self-discovery. Because if you're not willing to do that, Travis is right, go get a fucking job. Because you're not going to do shit. You're just going to piss people off and try to bring them in as employees. And you wonder why they don't stick around because you're not growing. That means they're not growing. And they're not coming to you for money. They're coming to you for leadership so they can have a better life. And if you're fucking around with your life, they're going to do the same thing. They're going to be like, I'm out of here. I'm going to look for a leader that I can be with that can help me reach my goals faster. So if, if you're looking for coaching and that kind of thing, and you've got 36 bucks in your pocket a year, you are an absolute dingbat not to take advantage of this. So go out, get this app, put it on your phone, start the journey, start learning stuff. I mean, in worst case, you might 
learn something, right? So <laughs> anyway, Travis, thank you uh, again for being on the show. And I hope everybody got, you know, tons from this. I know I sure did. And, you know, it's our goal to impact and empower 2 million in the next, you know, four and a half years here. And again, as I've said it many times in this podcast, you know, it's been such a pleasure to to introduce people like Travis to the to our audience and to just share ideas. I mean, we would have this call on, you know, as a phone call, we'd just be talking about like, why not share this conversation with more people so that they can get the benefit as well. And, you know, this podcast keeps growing so fast because of the fact that you guys are awesome and you're listening and you're sharing and please continue to do that. You know, we can't do this alone. And this information that Travis and, and all of our speakers that they share, it needs to get out to the world because when it does, you never know if you shared this podcast, you never know if you did, somebody else might listen to this and need to hear this exact message today. And that message, well, then all of a sudden they download this app today or they hear something that Travis said. The next thing you know, they change something small in their life, which changes everything for their family and their legacy in the future. So they can break generational, you know, uh, uh, con you know, constraints that are holding people back. There's just, you never know how far your good graces can help. And if you're just doing it for the sake of helping, man, I've seen so many share and just to see uh, others commenting and saying, holy crap, I needed that today. You just never know where people are. So out of your goodness to your heart, do what you think is right. But thank you again, Travis. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week.